What's up, guys? This is Denny Griggs, and you're listening to Dose of Dedication. All right, what's up, guys? Denny Griggs here. Episode 6 of Dose of Dedication podcast, and today we're doing something special because we're actually filming Dose of Dedication week 4 on YouTube. So I'm on camera right now doing the podcast and also going to give a lesson to the viewers on YouTube. Today we're going to talk about about, um, training again, and this is a different type of training. I've been giving you guys lots of information on diet and counting your macros and being accountable and kind of more like abstract things, basically the foundation of what you should have before you ever step foot in a gym. But today we're going to talk about the building blocks to getting in the gym. So YouTube, that's what we're going to be talking about here in a second. Um, Yeah, so let's just go ahead and dive in. There's really not much to it. So the first thing we always get when I train somewhere, when, when, you know, someone comes and asks for advice, everyone, it's me too back in the day, it's what's the best program? And there's a million ways to go about it. Now, science has told us that there are more optimal ways of doing things, but the issue is it's only optimal if you're in an environment that allows you to do that thing. So um, a quick example would be um, squats. Squats have been proven to be a great overall muscle building exercise. However, if you suck at them, you'll never get the overall best muscle building exercise uh, qualities. So it's really a uh, relative and uh, subjective thing. And we have to kind of pay attention to that stuff when we're building programs. So today, I guess we'll title this how to build a good program, how to build a, a good weight training program. And some of you might not be in this for the weight, so I understand that. And that's why I'm going to hit you from all angles, actually. We're going to talk about everything, kind of personal training and fitness. Remember, guys, I am a fitness coach first. I do the recreational bodybuilding thing just because it's it's an easy fit for my lifestyle. And I also get the benefits of being extremely healthy, extremely strong. And uh, yeah, it's just I enjoy it. Bodybuilding is my thing. But you might be a runner, you might be a sprinter, you might be a boater, a swimmer, you might be a boxer, I don't know. You could be whatever you want, but for you guys watching on YouTube and listening on the podcast, this is how to build a good training program and the fundamentals you need before you ever step foot in a gym. First thing I want to talk to you guys about today is scheduling. So before we talk about, you know, what the what the best training program is and what's the most optimal thing... We have to find out what your schedule is. I'm going to go ahead and talk about my schedule first. And maybe you guys, maybe you guys be like, oh crap, I, that's practical. I really like it. So I'm going to share you that first because everyone's different. Um, the, the days I have the most time off are usually Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Now, because I have the most time off in those days, believe it or not, I'm not using those days to train. I'm actually using those days, days away from the gym to actually um, take out, you know, errands and and things like that. So life, basically, I, I give myself a lot of time to to hang out with my son and my family. And if we want to do something fun, I usually do that on my rest days because there's no uh, obligation to be in the gym. So scheduling, guys, what I do is I train four times a week. You guys are probably pretty familiar with that now watching on YouTube. But uh, I train four times a week. And it's two on, two days on. Uh, I'll do an upper body day, a lower body day, and then one day off. So two on, one off. Um, 
and then I'll do uh, two on, two off. So upper, lower, off, upper, lower, off, off. And what it actually does, what that, that split does, is it mimics a seven-day work week. So um, it's super easy for me to be, you know, like my days off are Wednesday, Thursdays. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays are usually when my, that double day off usually takes place. I And sometimes we don't have a lot going on on my days off, so I can actually... Um, you know, out of the three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, one of those days I get to train actually. And it's an enjoyable day because I have nothing else to do really, uh, except do this. So, um, scheduling, think about the days you have off and what's, what's realistic for you. Uh, I know a lot of people would love to train in the gym seven times a week, but the truth is you guys aren't going to be able to do that. That's just the cold, hard truth. Um, not a lot of people can, can train seven days a week. They got shit to do that. Everyone does. It's not your guys' fault. It's not anyone's fault. So we have to actually find what's specific to you. What are your days off? And what are you willing to do with your days off? Do you want to um, rest? You want to do other things, have fun, and you'd rather grind during the work week um, and, and things like that. It's, it's up to you. My thing as a, as a personal trainer and as a coach, I want to find out what you guys are, um, willing to do that's really what it's like so when I think of scheduling I'm like okay perfect world we want you in the gym you know four to six times a week but really what are you going to do because some people might say honestly I probably get in once now one time a week is not the best thing in the world but we can build on that and it's when we're honest with ourselves about what we have available to us that we can create a schedule that works so Get out a piece of paper, do whatever you got to do. Listen to this, or you can check it out on YouTube because I'm giving a visual here uh, for you podcast listeners. There's actually a visual here, a, a whiteboard. I'm kind of showing the steps of building a program. Um, what days are you willing to train? It could be like on Sundays. I, Sundays, I cannot train. So basically, when we start building a program, we're never going to put crap on a Sunday. Like it's that it's that simple, guys. So think about what you want, and uh, we're going to go from there. Let me check here. Okay, we're still going do, doing good here. I'm recording my own crap here, so it's I'm like doing three things at once. Um, all right, so the next piece here, we're talking about scheduling. You guys have figured out what days you're willing to train and what days you are not willing to train. I don't care if it's three days on, four days off, four days on, three days off, seven days a week. It's what you want. And the reason it's important what you want, because when you figure out what you want out of your training and what what the actual goal is, um, we're able to better analyze why things go wrong. So maybe you pick like, I'm going to train two times a week on Mondays and Thursdays. I don't know, whatever. Maybe those are the least busiest days of the week. So you want to train on those days, get some, some me time in. Um, you do that for a month or two straight and you realize I'm not really getting anywhere with two days a week. That's where we can, we can look at the stats and say, well, two days a week is not going to work based on what you want to do. Um, so now that's why scheduling is so important. You got to figure out when you're available and when you're going to do this, because I look at training days as scheduled and unscheduled. So it's either pass fail. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to push it off till next week and push it off till next week, because it's really hard to hold ourselves accountable when we're constantly just taking a rain check. Right. So the biggest thing is, hey, I will train on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If I miss it, I miss it. Now, it's 
me personally, when I miss something, I don't, I don't make it up. I don't make up days in the gym. I miss it because it's, it's information for the next month for me to analyze and think like, why did I miss that? And then I'm able to, to make a better plan so that it doesn't happen again. So it's, it's like taking, you know, uh, two steps back to take three steps forward in the next month. So now we're going to talk about goals, smart goals. Um, the re- smart goals is a term that's used, I think, in business, but it's also used in personal training as well. It means a specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. This is so important because last week, if you guys tuned into episode five of the podcast, we talked about getting tone and being healthy. Those words are so fucking relative. Like, how am I supposed to help you guys when you say I want to be toned? Because your definition of tone, my definition of tone, is not what your definition of tone is, right? So it sets an unrealistic goal in your head of what you think it looks like, and nobody's really going to be able to help you figure out what that is. So specific would mean I want to lose 20 pounds. Measurable would mean I want to lose 20 pounds in six months. Or it would be it would mean measurable, meaning I want to lose 20 pounds by training three times a week. It's measurable, right? So if you don't reach 20 pounds uh, training three times a week, we can measure why. Attainable. Um, I want to lose 100 pounds. Okay, you could lose 100 pounds, but is that attainable short-term, long-term? You, you got to kind of figure that out. Or like, are you like, you know, I want to be the next, you know, Mr. Olympia. Is that is that attainable based on your scheduling? Because if you're if you're going to train three times a week, you're probably not going to be the next Mr. Olympia. Sorry, guys. Uh, realistic. Again, that's kind of um, going in hand like, you know, realistic as in I'm on a bench 400 pounds. And I, I'm going to look at you guys and I'm going to say, have you been benched 200 pounds yet? So there, there's a huge gap there. Use your head. Okay, realistic. Maybe I should maybe I should start smaller, um, so I can actually reach this goal because 400 pounds you may never reach in your entire life. And then time bound. So time bound would have been like the six month uh, rule here. I want to lose 20 pounds training three times a week, um, doing weightlifting and a little bit of cardio and counting my macros. Um, it's realistic because maybe I've done this before, uh, but it was the wrong way. And then time bound, I'm giving myself six months. What this does is it allows us to call you on your bullshit, guys. Like, that's why we made the schedule. That's why schedule comes first when it comes to training. I need to know what you're committed to. So when you start fucking things up and pointing fingers, oh my God, I'm so busy. I can't do this. I say, well, wait a minute. You said you were busy when we were making a schedule. And I changed your rest days and your training days to accommodate for your busy lifestyle. Like, you don't know what busy is, bro. Um, so a smart goal allows us to be held accountable for stuff. And you can't, you can't escape this. You can't use excuses on this. Um, so make a schedule, set goals, and make sure it's a smart goal, okay? Being toned doesn't mean shit, um, your version of shredded, like might mean, oh, I could see abs. My version of shredded is like, I can see the glute striations. That's a way different level of conditioning. So, um, it's relative and it doesn't mean shit 
when you tell people, I just want to tone up or I want to be healthy because honestly, I'm healthy right now, but I don't look like, I mean, in my standards, I don't look like it. So goals, make sure they are smart goals. Um, we're kind of moving quickly, but today's podcast can be, can be a quick one because if you have any questions, you can always view my YouTube channel, Dose of Dedication or search Dennis Griggs. I'm going to plug that in like every week guys, because I have a feeling there's some serious, uh, um, what's it called? Like lack of a transition, you know, between the YouTube, my YouTube guys watch me YouTube podcast wise guys watch podcasts, which is fine. Cause if you're an, if you're an audio, you know, learner, this is where you're going to learn, but I'm showing everything in full detail on the dose of dedication. If you guys believe that on YouTube, give me a like right now. Um, so number three on my whiteboard, you notice I haven't had any, like, if you look at this whiteboard, I have nothing talking about what kind of lift you should do and how many you should do and what weight. Because honestly, a sound training program, that none of that crap matters. So we're going to get into that now here with number three, exercise selection. Exercise selection is now, now we have a goal in mind. We have the schedule to make the goal work. And now we can start picking how we're going to make it make it work, what we're going to actually do in the gym, what's the action, what's the verb. So exercise selection, and I wrote here in the subcategory split and movements. So a split would be like mine, uh, an upper-lower split. That's basically I do a day of upper body training, not specific to biceps, triceps, back, chest. It's actually an upper body training day, so the whole upper body gets fucked up. And then I have a lower body training day, which is not, oh, like I just train my ass or I train my quads. It's everything in that spectrum of lower body. I'm training it on that day. And we'll get into the details later. Remember, it's only week four of the dose of dedication, guys. We can't get too advanced yet because you would just right over the top of your head. I'm going to turn my hat backwards now because it's getting serious. All right. Now, so you have your split. Um, there's also other splits. There's uh, PPL. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of PPL, but PPL means push, pull, legs. So push meaning like an upper body day of all pushing related movements. So that's going to target your chest, your shoulders, and your triceps more. And then a pull day would be um, targeting your back, your biceps, things that you pull with, right? Um, you couldn't see that, what I just did on camera because you're listening on podcast. But anyways, <laughs> and then legs. Um, squats, hamstrings, calves, and you could actually throw in abs too if you wanted to on that day. There's all kinds. There's upper to lower, PPL. Um, there's full body, uh, full body splits where you could train full body three to four times a week. And believe it or not, I think in the future I'll share with you guys, but I actually did a full body program training four times a week uh, for about like six or seven months of this bulk that I just got out of. So if you guys are interested in that, you can ask me because the full body program is basically it's a beginner version of what I'm doing right now in the gym. So you guys on YouTube, if you like what I'm doing in the gym, but it's advanced, it's really not. It's basic as hell. But there's a there's like a Nick Jr. version of that full body three times a week. And then you do um, it was called three FU. I'm kind of getting sidetracked here, but it was called three FU. It means three full upper bodies. And then the U would be an upper uh, three full upper bodies. That didn't make sense. Okay. Three full bodies and then one upper body. So three 
F meaning full, and then U upper. So it was a four-day split um, doing that. So there's there's all kinds of splits, guys. If you're confused, leave a question in the comments, or you can send me a voice message on uh, Anchor. Um, so now you figured out your split. Let's say you just want to copy me. Hey, I want to do upper, lower, upper, lower. That sounds easy. It sounds sustainable. It sounds practical. These are all things that we figured out in our goals, our smart goals, and our scheduling, right? Like, do you see? How, do you guys see how this is playing out now? So now let's talk about movements. This is the huge one, right? Because if you go on Instagram today, you go on Facebook, there's going to be some guru who says you got to do this bicep movement to get your biceps to grow. Now, data and science might say that a specific movement is right for you guys. However, we are all built the same, are built the same. Gosh, I'm tearing it up today. We're built differently. Think about this. You guys aren't seeing this on camera, but uh, or on a podcast, but on camera, I'm showing you the length of my humerus, right? The length of my humerus is going to be different than the length of your humerus. So how could you say that a bicep for you, a bicep movement for you is going to give me the same effect, right? My leverages are different. My build is different. So insertions and uh, tendons and things like that, where the bicep inserts and where it ends, you know, uh, how long your tendon is. Some people got crazy long tendons. That's why it looks like they have half a bicep. Um, all that stuff comes into play about how a specific movement makes you feel. So there is no right or wrong movement. It's about finding. Uh, so I put right here in the movements, I put glove, put the word glove right next to movements. What I'm trying to say there. All right, we're still good. We're still good on the recording. Um, what I'm trying to say there is glove, meaning find movements that fit you guys like a glove, right? Why would you do something that hurts you now? If your technique sucks, that's one thing. We'll get into that another day. But what I mean is, if you just suck at squats, why why are we trying to fit, you know, uh, a square peg in a round hole? Like, why? There's other options. You could do leg press. Is leg press better than squats? Overall, probably not. But if you can progress on leg press better than you can on squats, your, your legs are going to grow. You see what I'm saying? So doesn't matter if squat is the best leg movement there is. Depends on how you're built and, and your level of technique. If you're a novice, get started on the leg press. Get some get some musculature in your legs before you start doing squats. A lot of people think, you know, they got to be hardcore and they got to do squats because their favorite fit fam did it on Instagram. You may not be built for that. So, and as you guys can see right now, the Dose of Dedication YouTube channel, I do deadlifts and leg press. A few months ago, I was doing front squats and back squats. So it, it's all relative. And me making that pivot to leg press was a safety maneuver. So like, as you lose body fat, you're going to lose your leverages. You're going to be a little frail. You're going to be a little more susceptible to injury um, when, you know, just via accident. So for me, it was like, let's make the safe call. Let's do leg press because that's a movement I can still bang the weights heavy on and not hurt myself. Um, is it the same effect as a squat? Probably not. But if I can build enough musculature in my legs and protect myself through this, you know, fat loss phase, when we pick the pace back up and start bulking again one day, my squats, it's the, the bleed over as far as, you know, leg press skills to squats, I think are going to be pretty similar and we probably won't lose that much strength. So find movements that fit you guys like gloves. Um, 
trying to think of another one that's an easy one. So like pull-ups, right? Got to do pull-ups. It's a full body thing. Don't, don't do the pull-downs. Do the pull-ups. If you have terrible shoulders, you know, and your scapula is not very mobile in your back, that, that might be a sign to you that maybe you should do pull-downs. Maybe you should do assisted pull-ups. Like you don't have to do pull-ups. And that's what I'm trying to get you guys to, to figure out. If you don't know what movements to do as far as like, well, how do I train this muscle? How do I train this muscle? That's where Google comes in, guys. Or you have me. You can always ask me a question and I will answer it straight up. I might not make a podcast for it, but I'll answer it straight up. Like, hey, how should I train my back? I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I'm going to say, hey, I think you should do this. It's that simple. Um, and then for your for your exercise selection, the split and the movements, you want to you wanna find a movement that fits you like a glove because this is the movement that you're going to be doing for a few months or a year. Um, you don't just swap it out every week like, oh, hey, I'm going to do barbell curls this week and then I'll do dumbbell curls next week and then I'll do cable curls next week. The reason for that, you know, switching it up, the, the whole confusing the muscle bullshit, it's, it's so outdated. It's so proven to not work. Um, what we're trying to do is we're trying to track progress, guys. So the only way we can track progress is if we have something that we do every day. Tracking our weight, right? Tracking our weight on the scale. The only way we can find out if we're losing weight every day is if we step on the scale at the same time every day under the same conditions, right? Taking our clothes off, empty belly, using the restroom, same time in the morning after we wake up. All that stuff is the same. This is how you progress in the gym as well. If you pick a barbell curl, stick with a barbell curl for three to six months, possibly a year. And if it fits you like a glove and you love it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Um, doing different movements is not going to make you better. Um, you might get the excitement because maybe you get bored easily, which if that's the case, you need to reassess why you're in the gym. Um, but if you're, if you're getting bored, oh, I don't want to do barbell curls. Like, do you want to progress or do you want to look cool for the gram? Um, so that's that, guys. Any questions on exercise selection or if you want more detailed info on what I do in my training, um, I have no problem sending you guys on the podcast and on YouTube my exact training program for free. I will send it to you for free. I'm not going to prescribe the weights you need to lift and you know tell you, oh, do this for this much, but I'll send you my exact program and you can kind of figure it out from there. And if you ever have questions further, like, well, okay, I see what you're doing here, but how should I do this for me? I have no problem answering that for you guys, like not even. So exercise selection, figure it out. There's so many splits on the internet. Pick one and just have fun. But you got to find something that you like. Um, that's why I don't, I don't believe anything superior to anything. It's If you're good at going to the gym three days a week, it would be better than you trying to go five days a week and you suck every day of the week. You know what I mean? Like five days a week at 60% of your total effort is worse than three days a week at a hundred percent. I want to, I want to milk every little bit of effort out of you guys. And if that means, you know, pulling back on the workload then so be it. Uh, let's see here. Next thing. Number four. Let me see if we're still tracking here. We're still tracking, dude. I'm, I'm using garage band guys. Garage band, get a microphone interface that costs like 80 bucks. Boom. Garage band. Um, let's see here. Number four tracking. Your training. Now, for some of you guys on the podcast, you might miss out on this, so pay attention because I got something on the whiteboard that you can't see in audio form. 
Uh, tracking here, I put Google Sheets. Google Sheets. I don't know why I can't speak. Google Sheets is an app that you can get on your phone. This is very important because for you guys that are Excel spreadsheet like geniuses, this is huge um, because you can actually create your, your training program in a spreadsheet on your computer, right? Or you could do it on your phone, but it takes a little longer. But you create it on your computer, download the app on your phone. I don't even, I'm going to try to show you guys right now. You download the app on your phone and uh, your training is there on screen. So when you go to the gym, you don't have to bring your laptop or a notebook, right? You just bring your phone. I'm going to show you guys on screen here uh, what mine looks like. But yeah, and you track your your progress. And now, well, how do I, what do I do in the Excel spreadsheet? Like maybe you guys aren't familiar with Excel spread. Um, what you would do is you'd write down your schedule Monday, Tuesday, Monday through Sunday, right? Um, you would black out the days that you're resting because you don't need to write anything. And then the days that you're training, you would put your exercise selection. Maybe it's upper day. Maybe it's lower day. Maybe it's pool, push, legs. I don't know. And then you would put the movements under that and you basically just make little blocks. And then your goal, you can kind of put in the notes saying, hey, remember we said we're going to lose 20 pounds in six months. We have this much time to do it. And then you kind of put like your 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 main focuses. Train every week. Track macros. Track weight. Reassess. Like those are those. And it kind of keeps you, you know, going when you forget why you're doing things in the gym. So Google Sheets. For a lot of you guys that I've trained, a lot of my clients that I've trained, you have Google Sheets because that's how we communicated uh, when I was training you guys. You can still do that with your own program. And the cool thing, if you guys ask me for my exact program, I can send you the spreadsheet and you can download it into Google Sheets and it will actually open and then you just plug and play right there. Um, so let's talk about tracking. All right. We figured out what we're going to do. We have everything set out, right? So now we're in the gym actually lifting. Let's say week one, day one, says you need to bench. You guys are going to miss this on the podcast, but it's going to say 135. Can you guys see that? 135, 135 pounds. It'll say bench on the left-hand side, right? Four, that's what the X is, three sets of eight. Now, the reason I formulated it like this is because this is the formula, Almost anywhere you go and almost any type of training, it's kind of like, you know, universally understood what this means. 135 for three sets of eight. That's your, that's your target for the day. Now, when you perform this, every set, you're going to write down what you actually did. So on the first set, pay attention, YouTube. On the first set, you do 135 for a set of eight. And then what I like to do is I actually put... A slash right there finish my next set right after the slash forward slant whatever I put another eight because I did eight right and then on my third set I get six crap I didn't hit my target right 135 for three sets of eight was the target I did not get eight we got six so what this is gonna do is the next time the next week right on our schedule and on our exercise selection and our split, the next time we visit a bench press, we now have our new benchmark for training. 135 for three sets of eight. 
and then we can look back historically. What did we do last time? Well, we did 135 for 886. So on the next training session, that doesn't mean you have to go and get all eight on each set. What it means is you want to get better from your last week's session. So you would do eight, eight, maybe seven, or maybe you're having a good day and you get eight, right? Then you could fill it out and you type eight in there. Boom. Now you've, now you've accomplished what you set out to do. 135 for three sets, eight. You did all three sets for eight reps. You have two options there uh, as far as what you want to do afterwards, but we're not talking about progressions this week. I want I, What this is is how to do a training program and what it's supposed to look like when you track it. Um, now, let's say the... Let's erase this part right here. Maybe, maybe on week two, right? Week two, you revisited it. You guys can't even see this. Anyways, that's a seven. There's a seven on there, right? So you did eight, eight, seven. You didn't reach 135 for three sets of eight, but it's an improvement from the week prior. So that that is a form of gains. It's very small, right? We're talking pennies, but it's a form of gains. And it's very important that you guys see that and you see the value in tracking your training and, and seeing the value of adding one more rep. Adding one more rep is huge because after that, the next week, maybe you hit three sets of eight finally. So basically in two weeks, you have added an extra, what is that, 135 plus 135, 270 pounds to the lift If in concern, uh, in terms of like full uh, volume. Um, you added 270. So that means you're lifting 270 pounds more than you did on week one, which is, that that's a lot of weight. Um, and this is, this is the foundation of creating a training program and filling it out. If you guys have any questions on that, you can always send me a message podcast. Um, Anchor guys, you can always send me a voice message or hit me up on social media because I know some of you guys have me there. And then YouTubers, drop a comment right now if this was very helpful. If you have any questions regarding this, um, I will gladly answer it. And then I know some of you will be like, well, what do I do after I reach 135 for three sets of eight? There's a million different things you could do. A million different things you could do, but I want to keep it basic. Maybe you don't know how to create a training program. We're four weeks into the dose of dedication on YouTube, right? Four weeks in uh, for you guys on um, podcast here. I started my fat loss journey at 186.6. Today we weighed in at 182.8. So we are down, what, uh, 3.8 pounds, basically just under a pound per week. Um, So I've lost about four pounds in less than 30 days. Um, and that's all from the dose of dedication and the stuff that I am teaching you guys in these weekly YouTube videos. I'm doing exactly, exactly um, what I'm telling you guys to do. So if you guys have if you guys have plateaued or something like that, please send me a message, leave a comment. Um, and if you guys like this information, please like the video. And that's it for episode six on the Dose of Dedication podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for paying attention and thank you for being here as a support. I didn't think the podcast would do so well, but it is. And I really appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week. And there's the magic sound for your 40% habitsbrand.com discount. Head to habitsbrand.com and use program 40 for 40% off your entire order. Remember guys, this is first come first serve and one time use only. Thanks.
I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of The Dose of Dedication. And if you have any other questions, please continue to send them to me on Instagram, YouTube, drop a comment, uh, send me a voice message on Anchor, or hit me up via email, call me, send me a text, however you can get a hold of me, guys. Please uh, keep the questions coming. It helps me out, and it also helps me understand what you guys actually need. Um, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week.